Welcome to the Health Connection, consciously inspiring your success. The podcast that will inspire you to achieve your optimal health and empower your mind. Where the integration of both East and West unite to give you tips, methods, and inspiration to live the life you desire. With your host, trainer and speaker, doctor of oriental medicine, licensed acupuncture physician, Tai Chi and Qigong instructor, Justin Fontanini. Get ready for an amazing show starting right now. Welcome back. This is The Health Connection. I'm your host, Justin Fontanini, where every day is a great day. Hope you guys are having a great day. I had a pretty good day, did stuff with the family, and I hope you guys are going to have a great tomorrow and a great week, month, and year. And uh, just remember, always keep your mind full of positive stuff, and uh, what you think about, you bring about, what you focus on grows. So keep on putting that good stuff out there. Keep having good thoughts in your mind, so hopefully everything will start to unravel in that way. To start off with today, I have a, a pretty cool book. I have a, a book from Ron Teagarden. It's called The 30 Tips for Getting Healthy Now and Living a Long, Healthy, Productive, and Happy Life. It's uh, pretty unique. I'm going to read you guys the first chapter. And the first chapter is uh, quite important. It's actually very, very important. And this book I highly recommend. If you ever make an order with Dragon Herbs, and you can request a uh, booklet, and they'll send it to you. And we have these in the clinic for the patients. We pass them out for free, just trying to spread the information, spread the love, do the best we can. But uh, instead of going over a power quote today, we're going to go over a power chapter. So I'm going to read it to you. And uh, this is the first tip. It's called Respect Yourself. It says, Self-respect is one of the great secrets to health and longevity. If you respect yourself, you won't pollute your body and mind with drugs, junk food, and smoke, and you won't harm and abuse it with a poor lifestyle. If you respect yourself, you will treat your body like a superior being, and you will treat your mind like a sage. Treat yourself with respect. You may be a potential Buddha or the person with the potential to save or positively change the world. This single practice of Truly respecting yourself should be enough to propel you on the path of radiant health. Now this is quite profound. When you think about it, how much do we really respect ourselves? You know, our appearance, our health, our mind, our organs, the environment we live in, what we do to ourselves day in and day out. All these factors, you know, we can analyze a lot of factors and kind of come up with a conclusion on on how we respect ourselves, but uh, that that chapter it is it is quite important and it makes us think about how we do we respect ourselves. and just thinking about the mind not even including the body but our mind is part of ourselves, so we got to include it when we think about our mind what do we expose ourselves to what do we put into it what's the input going into our mind and then also not only what's going in the mind what comes out of it through our communication, the way we talk? Are we talking about things that are you know, low frequency, low vibration? Or are we talking about high things or high vibrational things, high frequency things, more positive things? You know, Just by analyzing the way we communicate with someone, we can kind of guesstimate what's on the inside. But the mind, we've got to be careful of what we put into it. If we put in a lot of garbage, a lot of negativity, a lot of killings and a lot of war and a lot of negativity, a lot of bad this, a lot of bad that. All this stuff is going to be in there. 
and it's in there, the subconscious mind is going to get a recording of it. And the more crap that goes in there, the file cabinet of crap is going to enlarge and get bigger and bigger. Pretty soon we're going to be walking around with this big ball of negativity because we've imprinted all the negativity in there so it starts to snowball and affect our chi field, our energy field, our primordial chi field, our auric field, whatever you want to call it. And as this develops, it gets bigger and bigger. The uh, sensitive people that they come around you, they're going to get repelled. They're not going to want to hang around a big ball of negativity. It's, it's very clear, easy to feel. You can sense it. It's like a very thickness, a very dense, heavy energy that, that uh, repels people that have more clean and thin and light energy, more sensitive energy. So the mind is very important to keep it clean, respect it. And then the body and the organs, it's important to flush our body with pure water, pure alive water full of life force, not water that's been you know, polluted or been sitting on the shelf in a plastic bottle forever. We need, you know, the, we need to find the best source of pure water that we can and, and consume that. Same with the food. Take a live food instead of dead food that can sit on the shelf forever. We want something with nutrients and vitamins, phytochemicals, high alive, whole foods, fresh, organic, local, or wild if possible. And then the organs... If we can clean out, detoxify our organs, we start to purify and cleanse ourselves. So what we put in is more clean, more pure. And then we detoxify our organs so our body can be at a higher level of function, a higher state of health. Because if your liver is all dirty and plugged up with toxins and pesticides and heavy metals, how well do you think it can function? The liver does 600 things, and if it's not functioning properly, some of those 600 things is not going to do well. Imagine when you have a cold or a flu. How well can you take care of your work, take care of your house, take care of your loved ones, take care of your yard, take care of your laundry, take care of the kitchen? When you start to get sick, you can't do your job too well. You're just going to want to rest, lay in bed and recover. When your liver is toxic and polluted and you never cleaned it, how well do you think it's going to do those 600 jobs? It's the exact same as you not wanting to do work when you're sick. So the body, the organs, we got to take care of them. we got to respect them. So this chapter is, is really important. And not only about our health, the environment we live in. we got to feng shui our environment. we got to look in our environment, clean the clutter, clear the closet, clean the car, get the junk out of the trunk. Get all this crap out of here, this stuff that's not used, old magazines, old newspapers, Garbage, clutter, crap, old clothes we don't need, things that we don't ever even look at. Get rid of them. Keep it simple. Simplify your life. Simplify your health. Amplify everything. Tune it up. That way, when you come home, you feel, wow, this is a clean environment. I really feel at home. I really like to be here. If you don't feel comfortable at home, there's too much stuff there. There's too much junk, too much clutter. You're not going to feel at, at, at ease. You know, sometimes your house has too much stuff in there. It's just like everywhere you look, there's like knickknacks, trash and garbage and these little things here and there. Too much is too much. Feng Shui is about being simple. Declutter. Get rid of all the knickknacks, the tic-tacs and all the junk and all this crap. Simplify it. That way, when you go in there, you feel at ease. You feel very peaceful. And then keep it, keep it organized well. Make sure... Even study a little bit of feng shui. Find out how to organize your room, where to put the desk, where the chairs should go, where the TV or the fish tank should go, where your painting should go. It should flow. When you do good feng shui, it looks really good. 
and then you feel really good and then that reflects into your life feng shui can affect your life affect your mood your health your relationships your abundance your luck everything so respecting yourself it's very important so this chapter i'm, I'm sharing this this with you because it's one of those things that we we take for granted we are who we are and we forget to respect ourselves by the way we look our appearance the way we talk the way we communicate what we put into our mind, what we put into our body, the way we clean and detoxify our body, the way we clean and detoxify our environment, where we go with ourselves, how we treat ourselves, how we cultivate, how we develop ourselves. We, we take all this for granted and we don't study enough and learn enough how to develop ourselves. So that's why the ancient people, they left us beautiful work, work of art, how to do Tai Chi, how to do yoga how to do different you know, arts, whatever it may be, how to develop and cultivate ourselves, whether it be the art of tea, the art of calligraphy, the art of yoga, the science of Tai Chi, whatever it may be. These different arts, we got to look into them and cultivate, develop ourselves, respect ourselves. So I love that chapter. I highly recommend it. Check out Dragon Herbs. Go on to his website. You can see all kind of uh, Ron Tea Garden's formulas for supplements and herbs i we order his products all the time we love them and uh, highly recommend them so with that said i got another thing here for you uh, this one is from the soul purpose it's a book from uh, dr ted mortar he passed away I, i've trained with him and his family and I, I use some of their information in the clinic to help patients and and highly recommend it and look look up to it quite a bit when I went through his one of his books, there's a, there's a quote in here, and I'm going to share this with you. It's from Oprah Winfrey. I think you might know Oprah. She's a, she's a little famous. So this quote, hope it hits home with you, makes you think. But as we respect ourselves, as we start to take care of ourselves, as we start to climb the ladder to cultivate, to develop ourselves, we can continue going. But Oprah's uh, quote here, it can give us a little more insight to go to another level. So this is how it goes. It says, uh, It isn't until you come to a spiritual understanding of who you are, not necessarily a religious feeling, but deep down, the spirit within, that you can begin to take control. So this is unique because to take control, it's also about respect. And then as we develop respect for ourselves. And then we just develop ourselves. We start to understand ourselves, our true nature, our true spiritual nature. And then when we finally reach this point, then we can finally take control. Because many people can go through life with no control of their body, their mind. They're in pain, they're suffering, their mind is depressed, anxious and nervous. They can't even control their body and mind. The body and mind can't unite as one. If they can't unite as one... How can you find the spiritual nature of within? If you can't find the spiritual nature within, how can you ever control yourself or find peace and harmony with yourself? So we got to really look at the body-mind connection. It's very important. We also got to look thin. To go within, sometimes you got to sit down and quiet your mind. Get rid of the monkey mind. Put the monkey in the cage. Relax the mind. Go inside breathe inhale exhale relax do a little meditation so your mind can calm down so that chatter can quiet so you can start to see more clear so the smoke can clear 
How can you see through the smoke if there's a million things in the mind and the monkey's jumping all around? You gotta cage a monkey. You gotta sit down and quiet yourself. Let the mind become very peaceful. Develop yourself. Find the true nature within. And then finally, you can take control of your life. Otherwise, your body, the pain, will make your mind go crazy. The mind, too much stress, too much nervous energy, too much tension. The mind will drive the body crazy. It'll tighten up. It'll be uncomfortable. You lose sleep. You become fatigued, tired the next day. And then later, all kinds of process will begin. So with that said, let's go to uh, another aspect here. This one is from Andre Morois. And he has a quote. It says, our minds have unbelievable power over our bodies. And this is quite interesting because our mind, our mindset, our subconscious mind, our conscious mind, the superconscious mind, they have so much power. Think about the placebo effect. If you take a group of people, half of them get medication, real medication. The other half, 50% of the, of the group, they get a sugar pill. How can 50% of the group taking the sugar pill get better? It's because of the mind. They were so happy. Finally, I'm going to get better. I'm taking a true medicine that's really going to help me. I got it for free. I got all my tests and studies for free. But you don't know it's a sugar pill. You think it's a real medicine, but they didn't tell you. Because you're in a study. You're in a trial. But 50% of the people got better because they thought they would get better. If you think you can get better, your mind is very powerful. Or how about the negativity you put in your mind? Your mind makes you sick. So if the mind can make you healthy, the mind can make you sick. It's a double-edged sword. Everything in the universe and in this world is yin and yang, positive and negative. There's always an up and a down, inside and outside. There's always this phenomenon. So with that said, let's look here. It says there's six essential things in life that are very crucial to influence our body and influence our mind. And Dr. Mortar's philosophy, all his research boiled down to six areas that are very essential for our life. And they are what we eat, what you drink, how you exercise, how you rest, what you breathe, and what you think. These six essential areas are crucial to our development to take control of our body and mind, to find that true nature within. What we eat, if you eat shit food, you're going to have a shit health. If you got shit health, how can your mind be happy? What you eat is very important. What you drink, if you're drinking acidic drinks all day, sugar and coffee and whipped cream and flavor and energy drinks and soda pop and no water... How can your body be pure and clean? All the toxins are going to accumulate because you're putting more in there and they can't get flushed out. You need the universal solvent, the water. The water is the most pure thing on the planet and we need this to flush our body. Our body is about 70 to 80% water. And if we're not drinking enough fluid, how can the cell waste, the toxins, the pesticide, the heavy metal get released from our body? We need the water. So what we drink is very crucial. Of course, alkaline water, you know, my favorite would be from a spring. You know, maybe boil it to make sure there's no microbes. But right out of the spring, not touched, full with electromagnetic chi life force energy. That would be my primary source. Not bottled water that's been sitting in a plastic bottle. No way. And not definitely not soda. And coffee with sugar, all this acidic stuff. 
Our body, it loves to be alkaline. Of course, we can't just be 100% alkaline. There's always acidic body waste. There's always waste from our food. We're going to get acidity, but we're going to run more optimal, more and more alkaline. So alkaline is our goal. How we exercise. If you don't exercise, how can you be healthy? If you're just sitting around all day, couch potato, sitting at work, driving to work, drive home, sit on the couch, watch a movie, sit on the internet for a while after that, and you're just sitting, 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 you're going to have poor circulation, your oxygen, your blood is not going to move well. You're going to be fatigued and tired over time if you continue that. So that's why he says how you exercise. Number one, you got to move. If you don't move, how can the blood circulate? How can your muscles be strong? How can you keep the core of your life force of your body strong? If the core of your body gets weak, there goes the structure. Why would you want to live in a building that the foundation, the structure is broken down? You don't want to live there. Why would you want to have a body the core is weak? If it's weak, it's because you did that. If it's strong, your core is well-developed, it's because you created that. It's up to you. So the next one's how you rest. If you stay up all night, don't sleep in the day, you're going to get an imbalance of all kinds of phenomena. So how you rest is very crucial. Sleep at night, work in the daytime. Rest sometimes in the afternoon, take a little siesta. The rest of the world does, except for us, we're on that human hamster wheel. But we don't want that. We want to take a siesta in the afternoon. Real quick story, when I was in China, I was so excited to go back to the hospital after lunch, my first day in Beijing. We were working in the hospital in the acupuncture department. I came back early because I was so driven, motivated. I want to see what I can learn, what I can understand, what I can you know, experience. So I come back to the floor, the department of acupuncture. I open the elevator, and then I walk out. Everybody's gone. I'm like, ooh. My first thought, there was some chemical spill. Something had happened. They cleared the whole floor. Everybody was gone. So I walk around. I look in all the rooms. There's nobody there. I'm in, I'm in shock. I'm like, what the heck happened? So I see a guy mopping the floor. I go, go up to him and I ask him, where is everybody? He said, oh, we closed down. We closed from 12 to 2. Everybody goes home. They eat and sleep. Then they come back afterwards. I said, really? The whole hospital floor closed down. What a concept. We're used to running on the human hamster wheel until there's no more gas till we're done in the grave. But when you look at the rest of the world, you start to see. The word siesta is, is Spanish. It came from Central and South America. They take siestas. Then I go to Asia. I find out they do the same thing. We're the only ones that uh, don't rest in the afternoon. We just go, go, go until there's no more uh, energy to go. So how you rest very important. What you breathe. How we breathe. The lowest level of breathing that you can ever do, I learned from the yogic sciences of India, mouth breathing. The worst type of breathing is mouth breathing. When you breathe through your mouth, there's no filtration. There's no moistening and no warming of the air compared to your nose breathing. You got to breathe through your nose so the, the, the hairs in your nose, they filter out particles. And then the uh, turbulation of the air going through your sinuses, they... They moisten the, the air to the correct level, and they also warm it up to the correct level as it enters into the respiratory system. So proper breathing has to be through the nose. Of course, it's not always that way. It's not perfect. But number one breathing, the best breathing is the nose breathing. Lowest breathing is through the mouth. So if you see someone inhale, exhale through their mouth all the time, that's the lowest form of breathing. And when you study the yogic science, they describe this very, very good. And as you find out the ways to breathe, as you study Tai Chi and Qigong and yoga 
and meditation and different forms of breathing exercise, you're going to learn that there's a whole science to the breath. The magic of life is in the breath. You come with your first breath, you leave with your last breath. It's the most important thing of your life. And if you don't know that there's different types and styles of breathing and different developments of breathing, spiritual breathing, skin and pore breathing, you know, left nostril breathing, right nostril breathing, you know, microcosmic orbit, all these different things. There's a lot to the breathing. You've got to study, develop, and understand. So that's why he says, what you breathe is very crucial. The last one, what you think. Of course, our mindset, is it set for success or is it set for failure? What we think is very crucial. But what we think is typically a repeat. They've done a lot of studies. A lot of our thoughts are on repeat. And they're the same thoughts day to day. And a lot of times they're negative. So the, the mind, we got to train our brain to become positive. We've got to put new stuff in there. We've got to upgrade it. So we become a positive person, our mindset's positive. So his six essential things of life, what you eat, what you drink, how you exercise, how you rest, what you breathe, what you think. If you develop yourself, cultivate yourself with these six essential things, you can't go wrong. You'll have a life of success and happiness and peace. And you'll enjoy life. And you'll look back and you'll say, you know, those, those six things really did me a pretty good job. Now, if you'd like, his book is called The Soul Purpose by Dr. Ted Mortar. I highly recommend it. You could check that out. I just give you a little insight, a little inspiration. And then uh, that way you can cultivate yourself, develop yourself. Because as, as you go through life, the more you develop yourself, the, the further you go. The more you downgrade yourself, the more you degrade yourself, the worse you take care of your body mind the lower you go, your frequency vibration decreases and everything around you will decrease. Your environment, if you don't feel good, are you going to clean up your environment and make it look nice and homey? If your mind is not happy, are you going to go out and do things that happy people do? No way. If you're depressed, you're not going to go bike riding and exercise. You're not going to go surfing, snowboarding. You're not going to go to a party with friends. You're not going to go to some health uh, class, some self-development course, some training. When your mind is down, everything goes down. When your mind is up, everything goes up. When your health is up in your physical body, your mind goes up. When your health in your body is physically down, your mind will go down. When your mind goes down, your environment goes down, your life goes down. When your body goes down, the mind goes down, the environment goes down. When your body's core gets strong you develop your physical body your mind gets happier when you develop your mind to become even more positive more strengthened the environment around you you start to see how it can improve and you can upgrade it and as you upgrade the environment things in your life start to change so if you want things in your life to change you have to change yourself it all starts with ourself cultivate develop yourself your body mind and spirit your environment they're all one they're a reflection of all there is no big difference between your mind and your body and your environment. They all influence each other equally. It's kind of like water. If you have hot water and cold water, you put them together, they're going to influence each other. You're going to get a warm temperature. The, uh, all these things, you've got to focus on develop yourself. And as you develop yourself and as you keep going, you, you might start finding out it's kind of fun. 
as something to look forward to, something to do. And then you might find like-minded people. As you find like-minded people, you start to have new friends, new groups. And then all of a sudden, you start to find yourself living living with passion. You're very excited to travel through life. You're very excited to go to these trainings, these courses, to implement these things, to, to learn more about the physical body, to cultivate your mind more, to do more for the environment, learn more about the feng shui, how it relates to your health, how it relates to your luck and your life, how you can develop yourself. And then all of a sudden, your life change, it transforms. And then you're not living life ordinary. You're living the extraordinary life. You became an extraordinary human being. And as you go through life, as you look back, you say, wow, life was really awesome. I really gave it my all. I didn't just sit on the couch and watch TV and waste time. Remember the saying by Bruce Lee? Life is made of time, so you don't waste it. Life is very valuable. It's only time. So make sure you use it wisely because if you waste the time, one day the time will be gone and you'll say, shoot, I should have loved more. I should have had more fun. I should have taken care of my friends, my family, my loved ones. I should have smiled more. I should have let go of the crap because I can't carry any of it with me anyways. It's worthless. Let go of the baggage in life. Let go of the crap in life. You can't take it with you. You can't take your money with you. All the material crap you can't take with you. You have to feel one with yourself, your body and mind and spirit. They have to become one, like a grand harmony. You have to have love, pure love inside. No worry, no anxious, no anger, irritability, resentment. Let it all go. It's just going to hold you down. And you're not going to be able to develop and cultivate yourself to a higher level. So go with the love. Have fun. I'm going to call it a day. hope you guys have an awesome day. If you like this podcast, go ahead and click the subscribe button. That way you can get future updates. And if you really, really like this podcast, leave a positive comment. Maybe someone will see that comment and they'll be inspired to listen to the podcast. And then next thing they get inspired to develop themselves, to better themselves. And as this happens again and again, pretty soon... People, families, groups, friends, societies, cultures, countries, the world, they all start to get impacted and everybody's developing themselves. And the next thing, there's a positive place. And then we all share life with each other. We're all smiling. So that's the wish. You guys enjoy. I love you all. Take care. We'll see you next time. All right?